welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, West Virginia, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you just joining us for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're tuning in. And for those of you who are regulars, thank you all for supporting our podcast for the past two years. It's hard to believe it's been two years already. We really appreciate it. One of our goals with Positively West Virginia is to encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories. There are so many positive things happening in West Virginia business that most people don't ever hear about. We're trying to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities that are right here in our state. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in business in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, I'm excited. We're going to learn about Ann Barth and her organization, Tech Connect West Virginia. Ann, are you ready to get down to business? I am. All right. Yeah, great to talk to you. I'm excited to have you on the show to, to share your story this week. For those of you who don't know, Ann Barth is the executive director of Tech Connect West Virginia, located in Fairmont, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Marion County. Tech Connect West Virginia is a nonprofit organization focused on driving innovation, cultivating entrepreneurship, and creating greater economic diversity in our state with a coalition representing higher education, private industry, and the public sector. Tech Connect leads innovation innovation-based economic development in the state of West Virginia. Under her leadership, Anne has helped to advance programs and initiatives that foster startups, commercialization, and entrepreneurship, while also co-founding the West Virginia Women in Technology Conference, and we'll learn a little bit more about that as well. She's a member of the Board of Directors for the West Virginia Economic Development Authority, the West Virginia Manufacturing and Extension Partnership Advisory Committee, the West Virginia Science and Research Council, the West Virginia Bioscience Association, the NASA West Virginia Space Grant Consortium, and Advantage Valley. Anne holds a bachelor's degree in journalism and a master's in corporate and organizational communications from West Virginia University. I invited Ann on the show today to talk about her organization, to share her story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into her business and their organization here in West Virginia. Ann, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your organization. I'd love to, Jim. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show today and to talk about Tech Connect. But You know, I want to say this, first of all, Um, there's an old saying that talent is equally distributed, but opportunity is not. Mm. And what we're trying to do at Tech Connect is level the playing field for our entrepreneurs here in West Virginia who have ideas that stem from some type of tech or research. So they've got to go through a commercialization phase. They've got to get uh, the technology or the product ready for market. And we try to link them up both with the technical assistance they need to get that done, but also hopefully to investors who can help them turn their idea into reality. 
Hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And how did you get started into this line of work? What was the impetus that got you into Tech Connect in the first place? Well, I'll, I'll be really honest about that. I was looking for employment. I had worked for Senator Robert C. Byrd for about 24 years here in West Virginia. Mm, that's interesting. As his, yeah, as his state director. Yep. And a lot of what the senator did as chairman of appropriations was uh, really try to build the foundation for economic diversification. And we see that happening, of course, in North Central. Mm. We see uh, the product of his work all around the state in infrastructure and facilities. And when Tech Connect advertised for a, their first full-time executive director, and their mission is to uh, diversify and grow West Virginia's economy, mm. I said, I like the sound of that. And I love the tie-in to uh, Marshall and to WVU and the idea that we're really pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps here. We're helping researchers in the state and entrepreneurs in the state with what they need to succeed, much of which is available also here in the state, kind of fitting all those pieces together to help people succeed in their new business that has a tech-based, uh, you know, foundation to it. So it's, that's sort of how I got into it. I've mm-hmm. been here just over nine years mm. um, and we've built capacity. We've launched programs. We've navigated the grant writing world and been very fortunate to have great support from the U.S. Economic Development Administration, which has let us run programs aimed at supporting entrepreneurs. And that's really the heart of our work is really trying to pull together all the components of the entrepreneurial ecosystem in the state so that if you have an idea for a new technology that, you know, say is going to develop sensors to use for pipeline monitoring, we Mm. can help you find the experts you need to go along with what you've got uh, in hand to take that idea that maybe you drew it out on the back of a cocktail napkin, Mm -hmm. but you want to turn it into reality and grow jobs, generate wealth here in West Virginia. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. So, Ann, if you could take that and kind of whittle it down to your 30-second pitch for Tech Connect. In other words, what is it you tell people you do in 30 seconds? Well, we are the tech-based economic development entity in West Virginia, and we assist entrepreneurs and researchers in getting their ideas uh, to the marketplace. Mm, there you go. I love that. It's like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too short. I love, I no, I love it. It's right bit. to the point. I love that. It's, that's awesome. And I've, I've known about your organization and I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very, um, interested in the, the tech, uh, revolution, if you will, in, in West Virginia. I, I, every time I drive uh, through the tech corridor there in, uh, in Fairmont and see that all the activity that's going on, I'm always impressed by that. And then I read about it and I learn more about it. And it's like, man, you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff. So if I could maybe ask you, Anne, what is the one thing you're most excited about for Tech Connect right now? I think we're at a really special time in West Virginia. This Mm. is what I get really excited about, Jim. Yes. There's there's sort of a convergence of events happening, and I want Tech Connect to be well-positioned to try to make the most of this opportunity. But at WVU, you have John Chambers' uh, Mm. contribution and the creation of Vantage Ventures, the John Chambers College of Business, a ton of wonderful effort underway up there. And at Marshall, you have Brad Smith, the former... uh, CEO and now the chairman of Intuit, making the uh, huge gift to Marshall to beef mm-hmm. up their uh, graduate college to business and to establish 
the Brad D. Smith Business Incubator in downtown Huntington. Meanwhile, at the same time, we saw a global cloud computing company choose to locate in Charleston during this calendar year, mm. uh, a company called Infor, I-N-F-O-R. Mm. We've seen uh, growth in other tech companies that maybe already had a foothold here, but they're adding many more jobs like Lidas in Fairmont and mm. Morgantown. Yeah. And then there are other uh, smaller tech firms that have either enlarged or come to the state. I think all of those things coming together at the right time mm. uh, tell me that we're beginning an upward trajectory. Now, do we have a long way to go? Sure, we do. Mm-hmm. But many of the pieces are in place. And I, there's a great sense of camaraderie among the entrepreneurial world in West Virginia right now. Uh, from the small business development centers and the State Department of Commerce to both of um, WVU and Marshall, as well as other four-year colleges and the two-year um, community and technical colleges. Yes, so yes. Every, everyone is recognizing mm. that we must uh, improve our standing and be more um, – we must have more participation in the knowledge economy. Absolutely. So yeah. passage of the um, last dollar in community college bill in this most recent legislative session is a great boon for West Virginia because I always try to remind people that – Tech jobs don't mean you have to have a four-year college degree. Mm. There actually are jobs available at all um, levels of the educational attainment continuum. And those are just big 50-cent words that mean you could get a certificate, you could get a credential, and you can find your way into a good tech job or a one- or two-year degree. Right. love that. And that's definitely an important thing to consider. I had an opportunity to meet with uh, Sarah Beller, uh, who's the executive director at Vantage Ventures, a couple of weeks ago. And it was right it was like two days before the whole Hyperloop, Virgin Hyperloop uh, meeting was exactly. going on and stuff. And, right. and, it, and it, you know, it was, it was exciting to talk to her about entrepreneurship and her, you know, coming back to West Virginia to really energize some of this stuff and then stuff, same kind of things you're talking about. And I, it kind of dawned on me, it was like, you know, we're not talking about tech like, you know, the, yeah, the Virgin Hyperloop would be an amazing amazing thing to secure here in West Virginia. That'd be amazing, right? But and we're not yes. talking about creating the new Lyft or Uber or, you know, TikTok. Or, you know, it, we're not talking it doesn't have to be earth shattering, you know, this is once in a lifetime tech innovation. We're talking about upstarts, you know, startup companies and and just simple ideas that you know, an innovation that can be taken to market doesn't have to be this, you know, multi-billion-dollar valuation company that's that we're talking about, right? Yes, you raised a good point, one that I had intended also to bring up that yeah. that not every entrepreneur is out there to build a huge scalable enterprise. That's right. Yeah, you, yep. you know, and so it can be a great fit around West Virginia. Um, I always like to say that we're really good at solving problems because we had to be. If you were out in a remote area and something broke, well, what do you do? You get out the bailing wire and the twine and the <laughs> coat hanger and the duct tape and you fix it, right? Exactly. Uh, so so that kind of can-do spirit just uh, is something we all recognize among ourselves as West Virginians. And I think mm-hmm. – so you talk about innovation could be something really big or it could be something that really solves a problem that a lot of people deal with mm. and – 
and someone's out there figuring out how to uh, solve that problem for the rest of us. And it might turn into a huge company or it might be what we kind of call like a lifestyle business, something a little, Mm -hmm. you know, smaller, but it provides a job for the entrepreneur, generates wealth in West Virginia, taxes and Mm -hmm. things like that. So, So like some of the categories that I think of tech and I think of like biometrics, you know, advanced materials, biotech, you know, advanced energy technology, those kinds of things. What are the hot sectors right now that you're seeing, you know, uh, a lot of opportunity, especially for West Virginia in? Oh, that's really interesting. Well, um, I forgot to mention when I was talking about the convergence of things going on, I want to go back and address something I forgot. Mm -hmm. We did not talk about Bluefield and the fact that Intuit is opening offices in in Bluefield in in addition to their Prosperity Hub. And by Prosperity Hub, that is going to be an innovation center where people can come and learn about starting a business, a small business. Um, So we've, you know, kind of almost the length of the state, you know, you can just find tech everywhere in West Virginia right now. But one of the entrepreneurs we've been working with in Bluefield has come up with a new composite material to build a better roof tile. And Mm. what is the secret ingredient in this roof tile? Mm. Well, it is Austin Black, which is a coal filler. So it's actually using a, a fine coal product to make this new roof shingle much stronger Hmm. Uh, much more durable, longer lasting, and lighter weight. Plus, the great thing about this is it has applications um, for the solar interest industry for wow. uh, attaching, you know, solar panels. Yeah. Um, this is being developed uh, by an entrepreneur who's working with the Center for Applied Research and Technology in Bluefield. Uh, it's a great model and fit for West Virginia, hmm. and I'm really proud of them because they won. Um, a phase one and a phase two small business innovation research award through the U.S. Department of Energy. And those are key to this type of um, economic development, Jim, because mm. those are federal research dollars coming wow. in to help develop these products. Is that we the, need uh, to get more. Yeah. yeah. Is that the SBIR grant? Is that what that yes, is? Yes, okay. the SBIR grant. Okay. So are you able to say who that company is, the name of the yes, company? Yes, it's a, it's a company called X. The letter X, mm-hmm. Matt, M-A-T. And they've awesome. been featured in some articles, uh, just a really innovative product. And, you know, there's more of that type of research underway at the National Energy Technology Lab, which has offices in Morgantown sure. and Pittsburgh. Um, and we try to work closely with them as well. Um, we're not only interested in helping entrepreneurs who may need to validate some research through their laboratories, as we also are interested in learning if they have uh, technologies that have been developed and maybe put aside on the shelf that an entrepreneur uh, who's eager to take one of those out and try to commercialize it yeah. might be able to help them do just that. Yeah. So you mentioned Bluefield, you mentioned uh, Marshall, you mentioned WVU. What is the geographic market then that you serve? Is it the state of West Virginia or does it go beyond the borders? Yes. Yes. Tech Connect is a statewide entity and we do have members of the board from all around the state. Mm-hmm. Um Some of our EDA grants uh, mostly work in about 40 counties because those grants are uh, given to areas where there is an economic need. So we have some counties in the eastern panhandle that have uh, too high per capita income or too low in unemployment for Mm -hmm. us to include. But we have a lot of the state in it, and it's always exciting to see uh, the types of ideas that entrepreneurs have. 
And yeah. let me make clear, I don't want your listeners to think that that I'm the one who offers any technical assistance to these folks. We, we partner up at TechConnect with centers of excellence like the group in Bluefield, the Innova Commercialization Group in Fairmont, and mm-hmm. the Chemical Alliance Zone in South Charleston. Oh, wow. And those that's where the expertise comes from. That's wow. where we, we have a lot of in-state resources. And what we try to do at Tech Connect is aggregate those and kind of, you know, get them in a system where we're working together and we know what's needed and we know who can help fill the gap when that entrepreneur needs it. So Absolutely. that's sort of our role. So um, the Chemical Alliance Zone has been working with a lot of, uh, dis- not a lot, but a couple of distilleries. Because if you think about it, distillation is a chemical process. Yeah. And so the pipes and valves and things that would be used in a, a chemical plant, you're using also in the process of producing whiskey. So yeah. we have some crossover there. And that's an exciting new field, too, because it ties in so closely with tourism, which yeah. is also one of our strengths. Absolutely. And so are you based out of South Charleston or Fairmont? I'm, I'm actually based out of South Charleston, but okay. one of my key partners is right there in Fairmont at uh, the High Technology Foundation. Okay. See, I, yes. that's what I, I was a little bit confused by that, but I'll, I'll make sure I clarify that for sure. So so you're based um, in South Charleston. So you're that's pretty neat because you got this connection, um, like you said, from, from Bluefield to Huntington to Fairmont to Morgantown to the eastern panhandle. You're covering all the state entirely. That's pretty, yeah, because I think it's pretty I'll neat. go back to— I'll go back to that whole, the old quote about talent is equally distributed, just its opportunity is not. Mm -hmm. So So I'm thinking about, you know, being at this point in time, we're getting ready to uh, start a new decade uh, in 2020, you know, here in a couple of weeks, you know, with regard to uh, being in in this sector, being in the tech field, uh, really in a uh, leadership capacity as you are, what what is it that that really has you? I mean, obviously, we talked about what has you excited about for Tech Connect, but talk about the state of West Virginia. What what's some of the things that you think are are going on right now that are something really to be proud and excited about? Well, you brought up the Hyperloop opportunity, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Uh, I do think that there has been a growing awareness that entrepreneurial activity is going to be really the key to growing the economy here in the state. And there's better understanding of that. Uh, We see pockets of it all over. And I have to give you a lot of credit, Jim. You helped tell the story. And that's one thing we always must remember to do is we have to tell the story because if someone has no opinion of the state, we want them to know what we're doing here with uh, entrepreneurs. And if there's negative stereotypes, that's the only way we'll ever overcome those. But we're, you know, located geographically in a a wonderful place. Uh, We have a super quality of life Mm -hmm. and one that really appeals to uh, millennials and Generation Z. They want experiences. They want to know where their uh, goods and tr- services come from, and we can give them all that, and they can afford to buy a house in West Virginia. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I want to definitely talk a, a little bit more about the entrepreneurial journey here in a second, but and I want to take a, a second just right, uh, right now to mention some of the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia to make all this possible. They are the State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. 
It's the support we receive from these companies and organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest once again today is Ann Barth. She is the executive director with Tech Connect West Virginia, based out of South Charleston, West Virginia. And let's get back to it. Uh, what What is the vision that you have for Tech Connect, you and your board, for Tech Connect long term? My vision is to have a, a pipeline of entrepreneurs that's so full that we have to get contract for outside help to get them all through the system and, and where they need. That's my vision mm-hmm. is to just become known as a place where startups are born, where there is a connected ecosystem of uh, providers of technical assistance, of investors willing to take a chance on a startup in the state, and where we have healthy uh, uh, place for entrepreneurs to dream and do business. Yeah, that's great vision. What's the big challenge that's in your way that you might be staring down right now? Well, I think sometimes uh, when I encounter someone who thinks that maybe entrepreneurs aren't the answer and there's a bit of doubt in their mind, that doesn't happen too often. But I, I really try to make people understand that this is the kind of activity that's going to shift the numbers for the state. And and even John Deskins at the College of Business and um, Re- Research at WVU has said as much in his economic forecasts this mm-hmm. fall. So we really need to uh, overcome any naysayers out there and, and help them get on board the train, the belief that we can create entrepreneurs in the state. We can support those entrepreneurs and help them launch businesses. And that's what can turn around towns, whether it's a coffee shop and restaurant and maybe a small tech firm like in Richwood, West Virginia, mm-hmm. or you know maybe it's a larger tech firm like the one that just came to Charleston. Uh, we have to really believe in and, and support the idea that we can uh, be the masters of our own fate here in West Virginia through entrepreneurship. Yeah. And uh, as you're speaking of that, it kind of reminded me of just uh, the concept, that, you know, being an entrepreneur is not putting the word entrepreneur in your Instagram profile. You know, I mean, you got you got to actually do something right. It's, you know, being an entrepreneur is more than just a word, in other words. So. So you, you're dealing with these startups, these entrepreneurs, these people that have this idea and they want to take it to market. What's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is in that position? Maybe it's a young business owner. Maybe it's a, a first-time entrepreneur who's you know in a career right now. They're not satisfied. They're not fulfilled. And they had this burning desire to try this thing called entrepreneurship. What's one piece of advice you would give them? There is a lot of help available and a lot of resources available right now. Reach out and ask for it. And if you don't know who to call, call me. I'll be glad to help navigate uh, the system and find just the right person for you to talk to. But my big advice for them is to dream it and do it. Mm. I don't think there's ever been a better time than right now in West Virginia (laughs) to take off in an entrepreneurial role. Yeah, absolutely. I, t- I talked about that in our, our team staff meeting this morning about the fact that there's we're in an era right now that's just actually unbelievable to to do mm-hmm. anything you really want to do. I mean, it's I mean, I kind of used the analogy. I said, you know, you could do arbitrage selling on eBay today and make a hundred grand. 
you know. <laughs> I mean, that's wild, right? you know. It's right. it's unbelievable. And, uh, you know, going to yard sales and, and stuff like that and make and I see people doing it. It's really cool. Now, is that sustainable? I don't know. But it's, it's still kind of cool in this, this time that we're living in, and especially in our state. You know, the opportunities are, are vast and deep. And I really love that uh, advice you give because I have a lot of guests, you know, um, we just had our 100th episode a couple of weeks ago. And what was neat about that is like the overwhelming theme is that like all these entrepreneurs, even though they thought they could do it themselves, realized that they couldn't. And one of the best pieces of advice that they all give is like reach out, use the resources that are out there. And I love that that you are a resource. You said, hey, call me and we're going to put your number and your email or whatever in the show notes so people can do that here. At the, yes, at, I when hope we, you will. Yeah, when we publish this because I think that's the key. You know, if you have this this idea, this burning desire, this this passion that you want to try this the opportunity is now and we can do yeah. this in West Virginia and 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 like you said I've had John Deskins on the podcast uh, a couple of well shoot it's probably a year ago and you know he talked about diversif- diversification of the West Virginia economy and I said what does that look like he said I don't know but we got to diversify you know and, <laughs> and that's true right I mean we got to yeah. do some things differently of, and we can't just make excuses the opportunity is there in front of us and it, and the opportunity is now and, you know let's do this let's change the course of our state and that's really what exciting to kind of hear what you guys are doing that. I get excited just talking about it. And, you know, as you mentioned, we're getting ready to start a new decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the sky's the limit. We can, mm-hmm. we can uh, take control of this. We can use resources we have right here in the state to mm-hmm. grow jobs here. And there is a pretty good body of evidence showing that if wherever the job is created, there's a pretty good chance it'll stay there. Yeah. You know, now, you know, I guess if you get bought out by some huge company and leave, then maybe not. But mm-hmm. by and large, um, a lot of companies where they start is where they stay. And that's why it really behooves us. And I, I think that, the business incubators that are springing up around the state, the entrepreneur centers, uh, the co-working spaces, mm. the maker spaces, all of those are going to feed into this. And we're and especially see students start taking the carrying the ball and yeah. launching businesses. I'm always amazed at the collegiate business plan competition Mm. with the quality of ideas that the students come up with. So that just gives me a lot of hope and encouragement. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always say that, you know, a business really exists to solve a problem. You know, if you solve a problem, whatever it is, and and you figure that out and you're able to deliver it, you know, for a good price and to to deliver a good solution to a problem, you're going to be in business, you know, and then how do you scale that and all that? That's a whole other discussion, but that's absolutely true. What's one thing you do, Anne, every day that you think contributes to your personal success? Oh my gosh. Well, I show up. (laughs) There you go. That's, that's 80% of the battle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I have to address my email every day. I, I mean, everybody probably does, but I like to do that. And uh, I like to take a little time to uh, read through all the state newspapers each day, kind of see what's going on around the rest of the state. Yeah, keep go through, in, go keep through state touch. media, keep in, you know, yeah. check out the news and several different outlets. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that's great. What's uh, what's one resource you use, like a piece of technology, for instance, in your business that you just can't live without? 
Mm, next to myself and my new one is Eventbrite because we have lots of events coming up in 2020. Yeah. We're going to be hosting a series of uh, eight more boot camps teaching people about the SBIR program. We're going to be moving all around the state doing that. Awesome. Uh, so uh, for scheduling and things, I'd say, ooh, Eventbrite, that's a big Yeah, that's great. What's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? Oh, I am a big fan of Brad Feld's book, Startup Communities. Awesome. Um, it's all about building an entrepreneurial ecosystem in your city is what's on the book. But it could be town, community, county. Um, and he talks about you know what it takes and how to nurture this group. And I have just found so many um, interesting ideas in that sound very basic. Uh, like provide ways for entrepreneurs to talk to each other. Um, mm. You know, I, the best events we ever have are when we get a room full of entrepreneurs and we let the guy with the artificial intelligence uh, model for visualizing, you know, uh, whatever it is through AI, talk to the guy who's building a custom door. It's just the fact that they're entrepreneurs, Something happens and the magic starts. And so mm. I just sort of get out of the way and watch yeah. them talk about, you know, how they overcame the problem or what they did about this investor or, you know, whatever it might be. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so that book really talks about that. And, I, you know, I have to tell you that when I was in school, it never once occurred to me that I could get out and start my own business. Yeah. And I don't want any student today to, to not think about it themselves. They may not choose to do it. But I want for our communities to have enough support for startups that that's an option students think about after college, not it. going to work for someone else. But maybe I'm going to start my own business. I love it. And I think that's great. And, of course, um, on PositivelyWV.com in the resource section, we'll have a link to Startup Communities by Brad Feld. That's a great great one and nobody's oh, yeah nobody's uh suggested that we have a whole database there and people can click a link and just buy it directly on amazon uh, amazon if they're interested in getting that book but that's a good oh, one great great yeah. well any anyone who wants to further their town or their their mm-hmm. little region wherever it is in the state would awesome. i know find some great ideas in brad Feld's book yeah thank you for sharing that and is there anything uh that we have not touched upon as we as we wrap up here uh, regarding Tech Connect or, or anything like that, that, uh, that that we haven't talked about that you would like to get out there to our audience today? Well, you, you mentioned at the outset and talking about my bio, Jim, that uh, we oh, yeah. co-founded the uh, Women in Tech Conference. Yes. And I will just take this yeah, opportunity. Please do. I, I always try to do, um, there is a gender gap in tech, uh, mm. in STEM and tech in these fields. And we started having an annual women in technology conference really to talk about ways we could try closing that gender gap mm. because uh, STEM jobs tend to pay on average much higher than regular wage jobs uh, for women considering a career. It's a great way to think about uh, you know, how you provide for your family, how you do it in a way where you're well compensated. Uh, we know that that women with the right support could do just as well at math, science, engineering, all of that. Yeah. Um, and we have to help them see that other women in those positions so they have role models and mentors. Mm. Uh, and once you start doing that, you can build that pipeline. And there are a lot of great activities underway. Uh, some new programs started in the state to help uh, support girls at all levels, beginning in middle school, 
high school, college, uh, to think about these fields and get into them or migrate to them. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And when does that come up? Is that in October every year? It's sometime in the fall, usually. Okay. We haven't set the date for 2020, but okay. um, that's grown over the year. Our biggest crowd ever was this year. Um, we were in Charleston on October 21st, and we had the chief operating officer of Infor, the new uh, global cloud consulting company yeah. in Charleston, come and speak. And uh, she had an Irish lilt. And, of course, she had it just with all the words, but in addition to that wonderful <laughs> Irish lilt, I That's think great. we were all transfixed. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Great. I, uh, before we, before we wrap up here, I, I think it was interesting because I've had, um, several of your, um, people that are, you know, connected with your organization, um, on the podcast, including Ara Hines, the uh, president and CEO oh, of yes. Allegheny Science yeah. and Technology, Frank Vitale, uh, who's the president of Forge Business Solutions, has been on the, on the show, and I know uh, quite a few others that have been, uh, you know, tied in with Tech Connect. So I know, I, th I think very highly of your organization. I think what you guys are doing is great. And Thank as we, you, uh, Yeah, yeah. As we close out, uh, how can our listeners learn more about your organization, Tech Connect West Virginia, and maybe get in contact with you? Well, you can check out our website at techconnectwv.org. Um, and there's a, a address on there for me, an email address or info at techconnect.org and I techconnectwv.org. And I'd be happy to uh, answer anyone's questions or help them find the resources they need and tell them about our programs. Yeah, thank you. And we'll have links to that in the show notes. People can just click and check check you guys out for sure. And it's been a real honor to have you on the podcast today. I think uh, what you're doing with Tech Connect is, is really great. And I just encourage you to keep up the great work. Well, thank you. And thanks for helping tell the stories of all these on awesome entrepreneurs and business people, Jim. Yeah, thank you. It's really key. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like our guest today, Ann Barth, and Tech Connect West Virginia in South Charleston, West Virginia, our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience. You guys out there, by sharing these success stories in West Virginia, if you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement and little notes that you guys send us. That's awesome. And sharing it on social media as well. We really appreciate that. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do so. I know you're out there. Click that subscribe button and give us a review while you're at it. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I'm really not. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.